This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Business Champs. This is the show where we focus on responsible business practices. We believe and we understand and the research shows that sustainable business practices that focus on both positive environmental and social impact is the way that technology and strategy is headed. It's a winning strategy for your small business. Small businesses can connect with large businesses to gain market share, strengthen your brand and reduce your risk. So welcome to our show. I'm C.T. Anderson, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Britt Bogues, your other co-host. Thanks so much for joining us. Britt, we just keep learning and growing each time we do this, right? Tell me about it. Yes. <laughs> so a- today we're going to talk. Go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, no, as you said, it's been a journey, especially for me. I feel like I learn something from you every time. Yeah, it's funny. You know, we we interviewed um, Ashley Gladney from CRVA a couple episodes ago, and she was talking about how she's been in sustainability for a, a little over nine years. And someone, someone out there, and one of the experts says that, you know, based on years or hours, I think it's 10,000 hours, you're considered an expert. And 10,000 hours, I think they found out was about 10 years. So... I've been doing this for 20 years, <laughs> so over 20 years. So uh, <laughs> don't laugh at me. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you forget what you don't know. I remember when I was younger in my career, older people would say to me, because I worked in real estate development, mm-hmm. and this is relevant to this episode. I'm not just telling the story, but I worked with real estate developers and the senior vice president of my group would always uh, roll his eyes because I'm like, oh, I want to work on a sustainability project. And he's like, I need you to just work on just a regular deal, like just do your job. And I would be like, no, but this is this new exciting thing, you know, these these certifications, these tax credits. And he was like, I've forgotten more than you know. And so I think that as we get older, we forget how much wisdom we have just on our experience. And so it's been really fun being on this journey with you and being on this journey with others who are sharing their expertise. No, I okay, totally so agree. yeah, I love that. So back to we'll get away from CT's commercial. So today we're going to talk about green building certifications, and so that's important because the built environment that just stands that's fancy words for buildings, I think account for about twenty percent of the emissions here in the United States. And so we have a lot of buildings. We all work in buildings. Hopefully most of us live in buildings. And so thinking about how your buildings can be certified is something important, not just for folks in the construction and development industry, as Britt will share with you later, but even for those property managers and those of us that are leaseholders or buyers of buildings. And so we'll talk about a few acronyms. But overall, there are at least three or four major certifications that cover green building. So what's the definition of a green building? There's several main categories. There's livable communities. And so livable varies, but essentially um, well places where people can live and get to very easily. So transportation is a part of that. 
energy efficiency, so how much energy is used in the building. We learned from Ashley a couple weeks ago the acronym EUI, which stands for Energy Use Intensity, and that just measures how much energy per square foot you use in your building. Indoor air quality, and we continue to be blown away by the fact that indoor air quality is monitored now Mm -hmm. post-COVID. So many companies, including the Spectrum Center here, monitors the air quality, so they're trying to keep us healthy. That's great. Resource conservation, that's another category that focuses on things like waste and recycling and and things like that. And then finally, water conservation. And water conservation is one of those things for those of us that live here or that live in um, this part of the country. We don't think about much because water is, is, quote unquote, cheap for us. But it's very important when we think about the long term sustainability of our planet and our region. We live in an area where we are all tapped into the Catawba River Basin, and there are several counties um, associated with that river basin. So if something happens to the Catawba River Basin, the water source for many people up and down that river is impacted. It's something to think about for those of us in the area. So now, knowing what a green building is, Brittany is going to go into Leadership in Energy Efficiency Design, or LEAD, which is one of the main certifications that um, you'll see around town. Yeah, so um, in my research, kind of to what you're talking about, you know, being an expert and everything, um, since my background really is in communications and event planning, um, and we've recently shifted to the ESG space, um, which we talked about earlier, the environmental, social, and governance um, space, it's gotten me to dig deeper into what is sustainability in your business and how can you practice it. So um, when I was learning about LEAD, uh, Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design, um, it's most most widely used um, as a green building rating system um, in the world. So it's also developed by um, the U.S. Green Building Council, which oddly enough, but my friend works there, I just realized. Um, And so Anyway, um, it's pretty cool. It's in D.C., I believe, um, and it's set the rating system for design, construction, operation and maintenance of green buildings, um, homes and also neighborhoods. Um, And it aims for building owners and operating environmental responsibility and to use resources um, efficiently. Yeah, exactly. And you talk about use resources efficiency. There was one thing that we want to double click on resource conservation. I talked a little bit about waste and recycling, but I think one episode we talked about green cleaning, green cleaning um, tools. Yeah, That's another way to promote resource conservation because they use less chemicals, but also those chemicals end up being more often than not better for the health of the folks that are doing the cleaning and for those that are in the building. And so when you talk about small business, especially, I know some of you are out there, you're cleaning agencies and you're looking for those big contracts. The use of green cleaning tools is another thing that you can put when you're responding to RFPs and things like that. Yeah. And then I guess when we're learning, kind of like you said, about the rating system for the different buildings, um, you know, like you said, you envision, you know, most people are working in a in a building and um, hopefully you're living in a building, but you just kind of don't think about um, the different types of, I guess, zonings or certifications that are available. Um, so I, I learned that there's commercial, neighborhood development, residential, 
volume supplement and cities and communities. Um, and so I, I thought that was kind of fun, um, fascinating um, to learn about the policies, the procedure, and also um, pricing information for each certificate. Because I'm sure like that kind of factors in when you're as a small business planning out, you know, your annual budgets and everything like that. Yeah, I agree. And the cities and communities piece is really kind of cool. So basically what that means is that a, an entire city or community can become certified um, with this LEED certification. And so local governments, um, you know, our city, our county, we, you know, folks can start thinking about that. So that's really what that's all about. Oh, that's fascinating. I, yeah, I agree. There are some consultants as well that work to help people fill out these certifications. Of course, there's a cost associated with it. But if you're a small business that is a consultant, then you're like, yeah, speak on that even more. Um, I also think that there's an opportunity for folks to just learn about what's happening with the U.S. Green Building Council. We have chapters here in North Carolina, and they offer seminars and things like that. So that's a great resource. And they are the creators of the certification. So I guess they would be a great resource, an ideal re uh, resource. <laughs> Absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about the history on why these certifications were created? Um, yeah. So I believe that they said they developed um, the rating system so that we could have um, buildings that are green um, and also create lower carbon emissions, um, better use of energy, um, and just creating an overall sustainable community. So um, I didn't even know that there's like different different levels to it as well. Um, like you can, I think Ashley mentioned, um, they were like a gold um, lead certified uh, building. And so like, I didn't even know that there were levels to that as well. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a rap song that we should insert at this point. There's levels to this, right? I love it. Britt, you got a rap inside of you right now? Oh, my. I mean, do I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, the first song that came to mind was like, I'm on a new level. I love that song. Um, but yeah, that's all. I'm on a new level. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. But there's something else that has levels to it, too. Okay, you know, now now we're showing our age, so we'll stop. Um <laughs> But yes, what she's talking about are the bronze, silver, gold, and platinum levels that you can get for LEED. So there are certain buildings around town here in Charlotte locally that you'll see their kind of LEED plaque or their LEED certification kind of symbol when you walk into the building. That's where that comes from. And it's based on those different categories that we talked about. I do want to pause for a second and talk about the cost because it is expensive or it can get expensive. And so if you're a property manager, if you're a consultant, if you're a, um, a management company or if you're a real estate investor even, getting these buildings certified can be costly. So for some small businesses, what I've learned is that Again, the information is available on what you need to do. I have worked for companies in the past where they've gone through the entire checklist and they've done everything on the checklist that they can and then not get the certification. Oh, dang. So that's just a hack that some people have done. However, here's the downside of that. So there's a, the upside is that you save a little bit of money and you'd get the, the benefit of the practices. The downside is that you don't get the marketing benefit associated with the certification. So... It's not, you know, it's not 
Food for thought. Um, food for thought. Um, however, if the benefit is also to share for your community or for the residents or the, the what are they called? The occupants. That's the word I was looking for. The <laughs> occupants in the building. Then perhaps sharing that message internally with your occupants is a way to get the word out. I know that some companies here in town and even around the world are setting up what's called green teams. So you have people that help kind of promote the green practices. I've worked for a company once where we help institute their recycling program. And the recycling program didn't start from the operations team or the maintenance team. It actually started from one of those internal volunteer groups or green teams that said, hey, we want to do something cool. We want to learn more about this. So let's do a pilot. And so that's how it started. Oh, neat. Yeah. It's, you know, just people coming together. Again, we don't have to make these things complicated. <laughs> Responsible business techniques are really just ways to make the world a better place for us all to live and also make money in the process. Exactly. And I mean, I think it's been proven that collaboration is better for everybody. Um, so when we collaborate, you know, it's you get better business, better bottom lines and a better product. C-L-T first. That's spelled C-L-T-1-S-T. It's a refreshing new podcast of Charlotte people, by Charlotte people, for Charlotte people. No bots, no AI, just real human voices. We call it news for people who are so over local news. We work with natural allies, all locally owned, like the Charlotte Ledger, Queen City Nerve, Charlotte Post, and many others. We're all about local, local, local with minimal murder and mayhem. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Instagram. Change your morning routine with us. CLT first. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. Back to the um, the green building techniques or the green building certification. You, the broad categories that we want to look into are livable communities, and so livable communities talks a little bit. That's more probably a residential piece. But it also can be for some of the buildings, you'll see that some of the office buildings uptown here in Charlotte have um, bike parking and they have fitness centers or ways for people to to work out or, or take a shower. That's a livable community that allows your commute to go more sustainable because you're reducing the impact associated with the the vehicle that you would have taken or access to being close to public transportation, because then we can have that impact with one vehicle, multiple people versus single use pass passenger, single passenger vehicles. That makes sense. Another thing, yeah, another category is energy efficiency. So we talked about energy efficiency. Have you installed energy efficient equipment or energy efficient lighting in your building? I think we talked one of our earlier episodes about the Inflation Reduction Act and some of the incentives that are coming down from the federal government through the state and through the county. Um, I know that Mecklenburg County is working on that. And then there's a 
Metrolina Council of Governments. I heard them speak recently at an event about building a climate action plan. So you have Metrolina, which is a, a council of several governments across North and South Carolina. You have Mecklenburg County's environmental plan. And then you have the city of Charlotte's strategic energy action plan or CAP, which Ashley also shared with us a few episodes ago. So our local government officials are definitely focused on energy efficiency and reducing emissions in our area. You know, another, um, oh, sorry. Go I was going to say another you go ahead. That you mentioned earlier, um, and also Ashley mentioned that I didn't even think about, but when it comes to like water consumption, um, having those automatic water um, faucets and everything helps you reduce your water usage. And I was like, of course, I mean, it's so like easy to put it together when you think about it that way, but it's like they were intentional intentional about putting this type of faucet there um, in this building so that they can conserve water. And I was like, I mean, brilliant. So that really factors into, you know, what you're talking about too, I think. I love those things. So, and this goes back to CT being a germaphobe. Like, I don't want to touch nothing. I don't, especially in a public restroom. <laughs> Did we talk about my fear of public restrooms already? Okay, yes. So when they have the, the sensor that, and I know it can be frustrating because, you know, you got to put your hand exactly right or your foot exactly right, whatever. <laughs> Keep the sensors coming, people, because you get a gold star for me. I don't count for any kind of certifications, but you get a gold star. Same. <laughs> right. Um, so that's cool. Um Indoor air quality, we've talked a lot about that. I don't think we need to go into that anymore. Um, resource conservation. Oh, um, wait, Britt, you want to talk about indoor air quality? Go ahead. No, I won't even go in on my my air quality anymore. I'm, I'm just obsessed. I mean, you know, that's, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We need to get an indoor. We need to get one of those um, engineering companies here on the podcast to talk about indoor air quality, how it's tested, the things that they use. You know, maybe one of the local uh, manufacturers of some of that equipment. And I want to know more about like the temperature and the scale and how they came up with this like number. Is it a formula and like all that stuff? I'm I'm in there. I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be cool. And I think it's also something to just point out. Shameless plug for the small businesses in the room, y'all. Sustainability is everywhere. You may think, oh, I'm just a regular old maintenance tech. Sustainability has nothing to do with me. Absolutely not. It has everything to do with you because we want nice indoor air quality that's better for the environment, is better for our health. Continue to do what you're doing and making sure that you put that in your marketing materials. Holler at your girl, Britt Bowes from the Bose Group, award-winning, what do you call yourself? An award-winning consultancy? Yes, yes, that's this. That's what we call ourselves. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's true. It's true. So, you know, you know how to help people put that packaging and marketing together. And if they're listening to us and they're saying, oh, I do this in sustainability. I didn't even realize this was sustainable. Now you can put it in your marketing materials. Now you can put it in when you're responding to the city of Charlotte, the county of Mecklenburg, the state government proposals. That stuff's important. Yeah. And like, to right. that resource. I'm oh, sorry. And to that point, like, I feel like we could do a whole episode on like different um, checklists and um, ways to manage that, to like really see how you are making an impact um, and everything like that. There's different ways to monitor it. Ooh, I like that idea. 
Yeah. All right, cool. We'll do that. Um, all right. So I'm, I'm going down the list. Resource conservation. What do we talk about? We talked about recycling. We talked about um, upcycling for events. What did we, there was something else on resource conservation. Was it? Oh, no, that was, uh, I was going to say composting. Energy, no. Um, oh, composting is a part of it. Composting is a part of it. Um, I got nothing else. But I missed it. <laughs> Sorry, my brain just went out. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all call, come later. Look in the show notes. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Resource conservation is important. The resources that you use. Oh, just like... In the building. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I was talking about. So the the recycling, the waste, the compost, um, the type of um, blinds and um, furniture and equipment you use, that, all that kind of stuff goes into resource conservation. That's what I wanted to focus on. And then lastly is water conservation. We already talked about the sensors and things like that. So all of those things water conservation, resource conservation, indoor air quality, energy efficiency, and livable communities. Those are the main categories for green building certification. So if you own a building, leasing a building, a property manager of a building, or service any of the features of the physical building, think about how your company is introducing these techniques. Think about how you interact. And perhaps there's a way that you can do it differently or there's a way that you're already doing it that's sustainable, that gets you points, and that may even help you when it comes to negotiating with your landlord or with your tenants on the services that you provide. Always bringing it back to responsible business practices. Right, Britt? Right. Because responsible business is smart business. I love it. I'll let you close us out today, Britt. Oh, wow. Okay. So much pressure. Um, But no, thank you um, everyone for joining us uh, today on another episode of Business Champs. We look forward to seeing you next time. I'm Britt. Have a good time. Go ahead, Britt. (laughs) I was just going to say, I'm Britt Bogues of of Bogues Group, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Yes, everyone. This is C.T. Anderson. You can follow me at C.T. Creation Care on all social media. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great week. You just listened to another episode of Business Champs. I'm C.T. Anderson. You can follow me at C.T. Creation Care on all social media. And I am Britt Bogues at Britt Bogues, owner of Bogues Group. We are a consulting agency ready to work for you. The Business Champs podcast is a production of the Bogues Group, Spring Clean, and Balto Creative Media. It is recorded at the Queen City Podcast Network studio in Uptown Charlotte. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.